The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a famous story where Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky went to Navardik to learn. He was about 18 years old. And on the first day, the Rosh Hashiva told him, you're not ready yet for Navardik. You're not a Navardiker. Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky left the yeshiva and he went to a local shul to learn Musr, to brush up, become better so he could be accepted to the yeshiva. He walks into a shoe which he thought was deserted. He didn't think anybody was inside. And he opens up his safer, and as he starts to learn Musr, he hears a beautiful, melodious voice starting to sing. And the voice said the following, Yaakov Galinsky was wondering, who is that? Who's here? He went back to the basement of Bardic, and he told some of the boys, I heard someone singing. The boys told him, that's the stipler going. Stipler Goyen learns in that shul. He's the one singing. The Stipler Goyen understood the Gemara. He took advantage of every moment of his life. This world is only a wedding hall. I have to grab and eat. I have to grab and drink. All the Torah, all the mitzvahs. Because soon I'm not going to be here anymore. And he gave this over to his son, Rav Chaim Kanievsky. The Godel Hadar, who was Nifter last year. The Sarshal Torah who learned from his father, and he learned from his uncle, the Chazanish, I'm only here for a few years. It's a rega. It's only a moment. We have to learn from Rav Chaim Kanievsky to take advantage of every moment to learn, to learn, to learn, to learn. I want to share with you Rav Chaim Kanievsky, what it meant to him a rega. We all know that not only did he learn, he responded to thousands and thousands and thousands of letters that were sent to him with questions. I know of someone who sent him a letter. He was getting married. He was a chassim. And he had a Yiddish name. He wanted to know what was the correct spelling of the name for the Ksuba. And he sent this question in writing, in an envelope, to Rav Chaim Kanievsky. And he waited in great anticipation for the answer. Finally, he goes to his mailbox, and there's a letter back, an envelope from Rav Chaim. He opens up the envelope, and inside was empty. Nothing there. He couldn't understand. He sent the Shaila to Rav Chaim Kanievsky, and he didn't answer. He turned the envelope upside down, backwards, forwards, and then he understood. Rav Chaim answered his question. When Rav Chaim wrote the address and the name of the person on the envelope, he wrote the proper spelling of his name. He didn't need to write it twice. He didn't have to readdress the envelope and then insert a piece of paper with the right name. Why? Because that takes extra time. I don't have extra time. Every ranga, every moment is precious. You want to know how to spell your name? Look at the envelope. I wrote it once for you. That's Rav Chaim Kanievsky. It's not only 
that every moment is precious for Torah, it's also precious for Chesed. I just saw a beautiful story about Rav Gershon Edelstein, the Rosh Hashiva of Panovich, who was Nifter a couple of months ago. The family knew that the Shabbos day meal would start very late. Why? Because Rav Gershon came home very late. The family wondered, where was he? The yeshiva ended a long time ago. How come he's not home? He wasn't in the base Madrash. He wasn't in any of the local shuls learning. They had no idea where he was. Where did Rav Gershon disappear every Shabbos morning after davening? They finally figured it out. He would go from building to building in B'nai Brak, around the shul and around his house, to people who were unfortunate to widows, to divorcees, to visit them and wish them a good Shabbos. He did this until he was in his 70s. You think of Gershon that time? He made time. Why? Because every moment is precious. Chatoiv, chatoiv, chatoiv. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.